Hey there, it's David. I've thrown out at you several concepts on this island. Now it's time to get to work. I'm moving from preaching to meddling. Over the next four episodes, we will venture around the compass, north, south, east, and west. We will get a 360-degree view of the work that you're invited to undertake on this island. We will walk together as you work with the concepts that I've introduced. And work it will be, for nothing good is ever easy. This is why I invite you to take up residence on these islands, to build a hut, hang a hammock between two palm trees, and to cut a path to the top of the hill in order to watch the sunrise and the sunset. For you need to invest yourself into learning and growing. That is, if you desire to learn and grow. And my guess is that if you've listened thus far, you want to learn and grow. You haven't listened thus far? Well, I invite you to start your journey at the beginning. Go back to Season 1, Episode 1, The Rules. It's so much better to start your journey from the beginning. I will be right here waiting for you when you return. For everyone else, pull out your compass and head due north. Let's go island hopping. Based on a recent Gallup poll, 87% of Americans believe there is a God. That means that odds are very good that you already believe that there is a God. You believe that there is something, someone out there, somewhere, who created everything that we can see, taste, touch, smell, feel, think about, dream about, create, and even destroy. Maybe you've never named this someone or something God, but you believe that there is more to this whole reality thing than what simply meets the eye. You believe that the world around you is the result of intelligent design and intentional effort. We're not here by accident. Life has happened and continues to happen on purpose. Yet you also acknowledge that life is complex Bad things happen to good people. Good things happen to bad people. And you struggle to find consensus as to what constitutes a good person or a bad person. This is your truth because you, personally, have experienced trials. And you consider yourself a good person. You, personally, have made bad decisions. And you consider yourself a good person. Likewise, you've experienced other people making decisions, taking actions that have negatively or positively impacted your life, seemingly without any consideration of you, your goodness, or your badness at all. You live life in the gray, wishing deep down that everything was black and white, but knowing that gray is reality. The problem that you face is this. How do I define, understand, and live into a relationship with God 
within the context of all of this complexity? How exactly do I wrap my brain around the concept of God when I have so many questions about reality and my place in reality, specifically my goodness and or my badness in reality? The problem that you face is this. How do I define, understand, and live into a relationship with God within the context of all of this complexity? How exactly do I wrap my brain around the concept of God when I have so many questions about reality and my place in reality, specifically my goodness or badness in reality? Unfortunately, or fortunately, the world has given you answers to all of these questions simply by persuading you to create God in your own image, as opposed to the other way around, you being created in God's image. The world teaches you how to define good and bad when it comes to people. The world teaches you how to handle your trials, your bad decisions, as well as the negative or positive consequences of other people's decisions by teaching you that everything is all about you. It, life, reality, is all about your wants, your desires, your likes, your dislikes, and your perspectives. Anyone or anything that falls outside the scope of your wants, your desires, your likes, your dislikes, and your perspectives is bad. In essence, the world teaches you that you are God. You are the center of the universe. You believe, because of what the world has taught you, that everything would be so much better if everyone simply looked like you, acted like you, and believed like you. You are the filter through which your understanding of the gray is seen and experienced. And since 87% of all Americans believe there is a God, in turn, you've created God in your own image. You've created a God that is always watching, a God that is looking to bless those who are good and punish those who are bad, according to your definition of good and bad. Every person finds themselves either on God's nice list or naughty list. If you find yourself on the nice list, you need to continue to do good for your definition of goodness sake in order to stay there. For being on the nice list today does not guarantee that you'll still be there tomorrow. Thus, everything is up to you and your understanding of good and bad. Everything is up to your decisions, your perspectives, and your definitions. I hope you see the inherent problem with this perspective when it comes to your relationship with God. How can you ever even dream of not only believing in the existence of God, let alone believing that you matter to God, when living in and through this kind of perspective? If everything is all about you, when you're at the center of the universe, then there's little room for God and the notion that you matter to God. On this island, you're invited to get real with your understanding of God. Into what box have you placed God? Do you have a Santa Claus God? Do you have a drill instructor God? Do you have a loving grandmother God? Do you have an absentee father God? Do you have a God that punishes everyone who doesn't live up to your definition of good 
Do you have a God that is more interested in what you do as opposed to who you are? What is your understanding of God? How do you describe God? Who is God to you? So who is God to you? God is like my very best friend, my Redeemer, the one person in the world and out of the world that I can always depend on, always go to with a problem and know that I'm going to get whatever I really need. So who is God to you? God is the Almighty Father who created me in his image. And he wants the best for me. He's always thinking of me. And it's amazing because of all the other thousands and millions of billions of people that he could deal with and he can focus on me, which is totally amazing. He's, he's part of my life. He's the fabric of my life and my existence. That's who God is. All right, so who is God to you? God is the most important thing in my life. Without him, nothing else really matters. Uh, sometimes I don't, I'm thinking not that way at the moment. I'm thinking that something else is more important, but it comes right down to it. That is it. The whole purpose of my life is to worship this God as best I can and hopefully spend eternity with him. Uh, and without, without that, without the thought of a God, I don't have, a, as of right now, I don't have a suicidal bone in my body. But if, there, if for some reason, the, the fact that I could no longer believe in God was there, my life would just be absolutely useless. I would see no point in it. I invite you to take the time, put in the effort, and put into words your personal understanding of God. Don't simply repeat something that someone told you about God. Don't give your family's answer. Don't give a church's answer. Give your answer. Who is God to you? Your faith needs to be just that, your faith. Not the faith of a church, not the faith of a family, not the faith of a friend, not even the faith of a country or any community. You're invited to stand under your very own understanding of God. For until you get real with your understanding of God, God will never be real to you. God will simply be something, someone out there somewhere who has little to no impact in your daily life. You will not have a personal relationship with God. You might have an intellectual relationship with God, believing that there is a God. But you will never fully embrace that you matter to God. And how did you learn that about God? I learned that early on as a child. Um, uh, of course, my parents were great about uh, taking me to church and all that sort of thing. But um, I became particularly interested in uh, a new church they built right behind our house. And uh, I, in fact, helped them carry cement blocks and whatever um, as they were building it. And... 
they treated me like an adult, so I was able to go to adult Bible study and those sort of things then. And I got to know God through His Word. And really realized a few times he, he has revealed himself to me, if you will, um, in, in, in dreams or whatever you want to call them. But he's confirmed for me that he is there for me whenever I need him. And uh, I always try to keep in mind that he's standing right beside me all the time. And how did you learn that about God? I learned about God from a very early age. My parents took me to church. They talked very religiously all the time, Catholic, Catholic grade school, Catholic high school. Um, I learned the Baltimore Catechism to know who God was, but that really didn't teach me who God was. And I didn't really know until I think when I prayed, and I got a result. I mean, I, I believed. I believed before that, but it wasn't the same. And then when I called on God another time, and he answered. So that's how I really learn who God is. When I pray and I get the answer, and I understand who, what the answer is in relation to my life. And how did you learn that perspective? Well, it, it, it started out very simply. I'm a cradle Catholic, as, as you may or may not know, I still am. I go to Mass before I come to the service here. I go to Mass every morning. I do uh, homebound communion in my parish. So I was brought up with it. But somewhere along the line, it dawned on me that this, not so much God the Father, but Jesus, if I was the only person on earth that was a sinner, he would have died for me. And if you think of it that way, how can you think anything other than the wonder of, of this God and all the different things that it's very easy after that to give him credit. I spend most of my prayers are prayers of thanksgiving. I rarely ask, but I just thank God for what I have. I understand it's finite. I have good health right now. It might not last tomorrow, but for right now, I thank him that I have it. And... Uh, He's, he's just an just integral part of my life. There's, there's no way I can get around it. You're invited to examine why you believe what you believe about who God is. Who taught you about this God? How did you learn this understanding of God? What was it in your life that brought you to this place of understanding? No judgment, no condemnation, just you getting real. Don't fall into the trap of thinking that a good person wouldn't think about God in that way. Just simply put your words to your understanding of God and allow God to meet you right there. God can handle it. Can you? God can handle that you aren't perfect or that good isn't always what you do or who you are. God can handle the gray. God can handle any misconception, any misunderstanding, and any missing of the mark when it comes to who you believe God is. For it's you that matters to God. Not what you believe or what you do, but who you are right here, right now. 
It's always been this way and it will always be this way. What God can't handle is you not being real. And one of the steps that you need to take in order to be real is to answer two questions. Who is God to you? And how did you learn this understanding of God? Right now, there's nobody else in the world besides you. There are no right answers or wrong answers. There are only your answers. There's no judgment. There's no condemnation. There are no shouldas, couldas, or wouldas. There's just you getting real about who God is to you and how you learn that understanding of God. is God to you? And how did you learn this understanding of God? This work is so important if you ever dream of embracing and living as someone who knows that they matter to God. Every journey starts with one step, and this is a very important step. Get real with yourself and with God. Allow God to meet you right where you are, for until you get real with God, God will never be real to you. When you're ready, we will pick up this conversation in the next episode, and we will begin to make the move from understanding to claiming. Don't know the difference? Well, that simply means that you need to tune in. Oh, I go. Whenever you're ready. <laughs> okay. Hey there, it's Bria. Island Hopping is a production of Journey to Be Ministries and is sponsored by Beniva Christian Church. You can find Beniva Christian on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram, as well as their website, BenevaChristian.com. If you'd like to contact my Uncle David, just drop him an email at islandhoppingpodcast at gmail.com.